0: if you want to i'm in a good mood today a weird mood like weirder than usual i'm feeling pretty fucking gay today ah 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 okay i'll stop
1: Hello everybody, welcome to the Maniest Podcast in the Known Universe, where we discuss men, their perfect bodies and beautiful smiles. No homo. As always, I am your host, Miss and I am joined by my lovely co-host, my dear Jared. Hello, children. And we are Straight as a Pretzel. The gay agenda for this week is LGBT law, marriage equality, adoption, discrimination protection and blood donation for MSM. You can find that and more with timestamps to individual topics and links where applicable in the episode description. How are you, friend? I'm good. I'm good today. I can
0: see that. In a very good mood today. Feeling a bit more silly than usual, which is, I don't know if that's saying too much. I'm usually pretty silly. I mean, they can't see this, but I'm like, I always dance around and make faces and stuff. But I'm doing that even more than usual today. I've noticed. I'm very pleased we have a new coffee maker and like I'm an old man I'm so happy about this thing It's a single-serve coffee machine, but it's not a Keurig like you put your own ground coffee into it It's got like a little frother and a grinder on it. It's really good. I'm very happy
1: I don't drink coffee, so I wouldn't know well fuck you
0: (laughs) Drink coffee like a normal human being
1: (laughs) You know I used to drink coffee But then I decided that the black coffee is bad and I don't really like coffee with milk. But turns out that coffee with ice cream is really fucking good.
0: It is. It is. I've done that before.
1: Yeah. But over the course of like, I don't know, a month or two, I started putting more and more ice cream into coffee until I decided that, you know, let's just keep coffee altogether. And that was like five years ago. And I really haven't drank coffee since. Have you had coffee-flavored ice cream? I did. It just didn't really taste like anything to me. Maybe it was just because I had bad one. I mean, not like super fancy. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I love
0: coffee. I've been drinking coffee since I was a kid. And I don't know if I built up so much tolerance to caffeine or if I'm just too fat and it's kind of like alcohol, it takes way more caffeine than it should to, I don't think caffeine works that way, but in case it does, but I just, I drink it cause I like the the taste and I'll drink it all kinds of ways, depending on my mood all the way from black to, is there really any coffee in there? It seems like mostly cream and sugar to me. So right now I'm I'm on the, that end instead of the coffee end. I just, yeah. It's a big mug. It's my manly mug. I spilt a little. I've got fun mugs, too. Coffee's so fun.
1: I just have one cup for tea, which is like 600 milliliters. Because if I'm going to make tea, why bother making anything smaller? And I have identical one at work. And also, this is the mug I use for pretty much everything. From tea, through juice, and like cola all the way to beer because we don't really have beer glasses so sometimes i use this one yeah this is a one liter mug that's pretty well not quite
0: not quite a liter but close it's according to google converting units it's 946.35 milliliters but i'm just gonna call that a liter
1: i'll allow it thanks i never really liked coffee When I went to high school, everybody was drinking coffee, and I decided I had to drink coffee in order to be an adult. That didn't work at all.
0: What... How... Most people drink coffee as part of their wake-up routine. Like, what did you do for your wake-up routine? Are you a morning person? Can you get up and be like, Hey, everybody, it's time to start my
1: day. Every day I wake up at 06.50. Okay. And? Because during the from Monday to Thursday, that is around the time I have to wake up to get to work and I've just noticed that I'm much better off if I wake up at the exactly the same time every day regardless of when I have to actually get up They recommend that actually, for good sleep health Yeah, so during the week I will wake up at 06.50 and get out of the bed in a couple minutes Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like super cheerful, like, yeah, let's go, let's do it, but I can survive. And during the weekend, if I don't have to wake up, then I will just grab something to eat, go back to bed, and watch YouTube or listen to podcasts or read some book for another hour and a half to two hours. Nice. So this is my morning routine.
0: Nice. Well, most people that I know, their morning routine is wake up, Whenever it is, they have to get up and drink coffee. But I get up at 0800 every day and go get uh, 16 ounces of water, which is almost 500 milliliters. Drink that real fast because that helps to start your metabolism, which is one of the best ways to wake yourself up is to get your metabolism rolling. And then I go wake my kid up and play with him
1: and usually just like grunt because I can't speak words for a while. (laughs) Yeah, I try to always, uh, beside my bed, leave some water and anything to eat. From biscuits to chips, maybe a sandwich if I have leftovers just so I... Because otherwise I will probably not eat anything for a long time and this is really bad. I will regret it. So anything like... I have some waffles beside me right now and this is probably what I will eat tomorrow when I wake up. You're
0: strange. Why?
1: Just leaving random food by your bed.
0: I'm just gonna leave a sandwich out here. When I wake up in the morning, that's what I'll eat. Just roll over and grab my sandwich.
1: Mmm. Yeah, because I wake up, and I think I should probably eat something. If I have some food within reach, then I will eat this thing and feel much better. If I don't, then I will think, yeah, it's like, I don't really need food. And turns out you do
0: well why now why not just get up and go to your kitchen and get some food <laughs> cuz i'm fucking lazy okay
1: i can't argue with that i understand that that point you know this is i know myself and i know that this wake up routine works
0: sure whatever works for you man it's not like that's hurting anybody so except maybe yourself if you
1: leave something out too long and you get like salmonella or <laughs> some it... other food horrible food poisoning I wouldn't leave out something that wouldn't survive eight hours. Okay, I believe you. Thank you. I just want to make sure you're
0: healthy. Healthy and happy. Ah.
1: Oh, yeah, speaking of happy, I had an interesting uh, experience this week. Okay. What I call adventure. Last week, I think it was pre-show, I told you I borrowed my uh, a car from yep. my brother, just in case I need it. Uh, Turns out I didn't, so just for the sake of it I took it out for a spin on Friday. Picked out a friend from work and we were going to just pop into the mall, grab some ice cream, she was also I think dropping off uh, her shoes for warranty and go back, drive her home because she was leaving for I think her boyfriend's parents. Anyway, I... Do you know what LPG is? What, what is LPG? Yeah. Is that like liters per gallon? Like... No, no, no. Uh, that is. Or no, that would be. Yeah, no, that yeah. would be wrong. Never mind. Because you can have uh, cars that run on diesel or run yep. on gasoline. Yep. And also, the reason I'm asking, because I don't think it's really that popular outside of uh, Europe, if your car runs on gasoline, then you can also modify it to run on. Uh, Gas. Let me just look it up. What does LPG actually stand for? Is that liquid propane? Liquefied petroleum gas. And the reason you do it is because it's roughly half the price of gasoline. Okay. So it's very popular modification. And one of the side effects is you are not allowed to drive a car that runs on LPG into, into a roofed car lot. So, like if beside the mall there is an underground car lot or the one that goes above it, you are not, uh, you are not allowed to drive. The reason I'm saying this because most of our cars, in, uh, most of the cars in our f- uh, family run on LPG. Uh, the, this single car that I bought from my, par- uh, my brother doesn't because it just doesn't get used enough. So, I took an advantage, drove to the roof, uh, my friend gets out so I can park in more easily. I go forward, and then I cannot see shit because of all the smoke that go- uh, that is coming uh, from beneath the car's hood. Do you know, like, if you can see on video somebody crashes their car and there is smoke mm-hmm. coming out, uh, that was exactly it. Nice. I basically exploded the car's radiator. How did you do that? Uh, it wasn't my fault. It's simply the thermometer that was controlling the fan unplugged itself so it was running passively so while the car was driving somewhere just the airflow was enough to cool it uh, about 10, uh, 10 minutes on a parking the coolant started boiling and it was supposed to go out through the like main container just the cork is constructed in a way that is supposed to break it didn't So the radiator got torn apart, which is not fun. I had to call my brother. Uh, We had to push the car out of the uh, parking lot, then disassemble the car by the new radiator, which was actually the next day because we ran out of time, and swap it, which was supposed to take an hour, took in something like six. But we did it. Good job. Yay. Car maintenance is always fun.
0: And when I say fun, I mean terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but now you you know how to do that.
1: Yeah, and I hope I never have to do it again.
0: Yep, I do all of my all of my car maintenance and repair unless something really gets fucked up, like when my charger's engine block got fucked up. I I couldn't fix that by myself. All the other stuff I do by my or on my own. I don't like to do it, but it saves money, and right now that's more important saving money.
1: I just don't I just don't own a car. It saves even more
0: time and money. I don't think it's legal for cars in the United States to run on LPG cuz that is colloquially known as propane. I I just never heard
1: of or seen a vehicle that runs on on propane before. In Poland because of the prices, I would say more than half of gasoline cars are converted. Outs like if you go to towards the west, uh, the prices the difference in prices means usually it's not worth it. Because you lose some of the power, uh, the car starts on gasoline anyway, it only switches after the engine heats up, so during the winter it may take 2 or 3 kilometers before it actually switches, so if you don't commute too far then it doesn't run on LPG at all. And if you don't maintain it properly, it does decrease the lifetime of the engine.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's illegal to run in the United States unless you have a specific license or are working for a couple of different types of companies uh, because reasons. I don't know. Most home heating in the United States is done with natural gas or propane because it's so cheap. Cars, not, not so much allowed. Looks like taxi companies and delivery companies that only operate in a local area that have professional uh, filling stations can run on it. But, like, I couldn't just go buy a car and convert it. If I ever got found out, I would face some serious fines and potentially jail time. So, yay. And speaking of laws. Huh? Yeah. Ah. Only, like,
1: 15 minutes in. <laughs> this is worse than VGL. Well, I think we sidetrack roughly the same time, but our show is much shorter, so percentage-wise, yeah. So yes, laws and their differences between
0: the United States and Europe, since that's our wheelhouse as me being an American and you being a European. Uh, So you picked out a few that we were going to talk about. So the first one on your list is marriage equality. Do I, I know many places
1: in Europe have marriage equality. Does Poland
0: have marriage equality?
1: Nope. Uh, There is this thing called Article 18, which is, as you may guess, the 18th article of Polish Constitution, which says that marriage, meaning the relation between man and woman, is protected by the law. Which some people interpret, well, people that really want to interpret it that way, uh, say that this means that uh, same-sex marriage is unconstitutional, unconstitutional. Which is complete bullshit. Because as pretty much all lawyers, especially the ones uh, that specialize in constitutional law, will tell you, uh, worst case, that means same-sex marriage will not be protected by constitution and it will just be protected by separate laws, but that's not really a problem. Still, it gets repeated a lot of time by pretty much most politicians that try to block it. Which is not fun.
0: So are there any areas where that same-sex couples can get married in in Poland or is
1: that just no? No, because in Europe, pretty much all countries in Europe have unified law, meaning there is there are no state laws. Okay. Pretty much the only thing that a city can say is said the set the fines. The country says what is illegal, the city says. how how big of uh, of a fine it will be if you break the law. But that's pretty much it. There is nothing that they can do on the level of actual law. And I'm pretty sure this is the way it's like that in all of Europe. Actually, I would say most majority of countries outside of US, I think Canada has also state laws and Australia. Okay.
0: Interesting. Yeah, well, same-sex marriage here in the United States, or marriage equality, is now, at least currently, mandated uh, by the Supreme Court. The court case was called, o- uh, I'm not, I've not i never been sure how to pronounce this name, Obergefell v. Hodges, where basically the United States su- Supreme Court ruled that it was illegal for anyone to discriminate against same-sex marriage and required by law for all states to... Uh, issue same-sex marriage licenses. And before that, I believe it was 36 states out of our 50 uh, had already allowed that in their state law. Uh, there were a ton in 2014, which is what prompted this case review. Um, but ever the first state was Massachusetts, which was in, I believe, 2004. Get the list right here. No, 2003. And then there was sort of a trickle effect for a while. And then in 2014, there were one two three four five six seven eight nine ten one, two, like 20 states that pass votes during their state state election cycle like whatever so so in the United states uh, there's elections and whenever you go to elect whatever it is for that time things can be put on the ballot to be voted voted on and in 2014 it would have been uh, I believe state legislators not governors but still the motions were put on the bills and people voted or put on the on the docket to vote for, and overwhelmingly people voted to allow same-sex marriage. It's something like 70, it was in the 70s percentile for how for people in the United States who wanted to legalize and protect uh, same-sex marriage. And then in 2015, it was, it was made, or it was protected at the federal level, and now all 50 states are required to give out same-sex marriage license. So we did something right for once. So far, thankfully, the Trump administration hasn't attacked same-sex marriage, at least not in a legal standpoint or a legislative standpoint. Although, this past week, uh, Captain Orange Monkey Pants stated that they were not going to allow transgender people in the U.S. military on Twitter. So, as far as I know, he hasn't actually officially like went through the proper channels to order
1: that to happen, so, so far, it's not happening. I mean... Are there any other channels other than Twitter for him? I don't think so. That's one of the reasons that he
0: doesn't get shit done, is he just, like, tweets about it and expects it to happen.
1: Maybe nobody explained it to him that that's not the way it works.
0: Somebody probably explained it to him a bunch of times, he just
1: refuses to listen, because he's a big baby man. He must be really confused how this shit was done before Twitter. But then he's confused by everything. Yeah. Yeah, so you said about, like... Popular opinion in Poland, every now and then somebody proposes a referendum, and that's not really a good choice right now because uh, when it comes to civil partnerships, the support is just barely over fifty percent. Actual marriage, thirty percent. Adoption, barely seven. So still a long way to go. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah, it is sad. I mean, ultimately, who gives a shit? Like,
0: like, who cares who you want to be with? Like, that's always been my view of it, ever since, even since when I was a kid. Like, who cares who you want to be with? Like, if you love that person, then be with them. Fucking stupid.
1: Anyways. But then, just looking at the rest of the Europe, pretty much everybody west of us, well, Germany announced it, like, voted in uh, same-sex marriage, three weeks ago, I believe, and it will go into law by the end of the year. Countries south of it, so Austria, Czech Republic, Italy, just me looking at the map, not seeing the name of the countries, naming just the biggest one, (laughs) I'm sure I don't fuck up. They have some sort of civil partnerships and everything to the west has actual marriage equality, which would be pretty nice. Except that current climate in Polish politics says that everything European, the rest of Europe does is morally corrupt. So instead of following them, many see it as an argument against it. Of course they do. Nationalist political identities. And then, if we are done with this topic, the one that is very closely joined to it is adoption. And looking just at those two maps, I see it's pretty much perfect overlap well, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, adoption is a little bit different in the states. So same-sex couples can adopt uh, and they can't be discriminated against if they're adopting through a federally funded program. But if you're not, if you're going through one of the private adoption channels that you can in the United States, like churches, some churches do adoptions. Uh, if you're going through a state-sponsored or funded, so they don't receive any federal money, just money from the state then they're can't, they can be discriminated against. Most states don't, but, I mean, if you look at pretty much any state that goes red in U.S. elections, which are votes conservative, those states probably discriminate against the LGBT
1: community adopting a child if you go through any of their, their state-funded programs. The way it works in Poland, I think, is especially fucked up, because there is a law that specifically says that You cannot discriminate on the basis of orientation when it comes to adoption, but it only considers uh, single-parent adoptions. Meaning a gay guy or a lesbian can adopt a child, but they will be the only parent, which makes pretty much no sense. And it leaves uh, a situation... Oh, and another thing. Uh, Some countries... I cannot pull up the list right now, uh, say that same-sex adoption is uh, allowed in a case where one of the parents is the biological parent. I don't remember what the legal term term is, but basically a same-sex partner of a biological parent can adopt the child. In Poland it's illegal, which means there are many cases where there is an actual same-sex family, but only one parent has any legal right to the child. Which is really fucked up. Because in case something happens to the biological parent, uh, the kid has legally no family. Would they be reprimanded to state custody or your equivalent? Like, No, because they're legally a stranger. They could then come forward to, uh, for adoption. Because then they would, that would be a single adoption, but they would have no, like, first say they would still be legally considered a stranger. And I think this is, this is the strongest argument for safe sex adoption is that those families already exist; they just have no legal status or legal protection. And who is it hurting? Kids. Yep, and that's fucked up. Yeah. So there are organizations saying, okay. If we cannot convince you that same-sex couples should adopt kids, because you are not, you do not think that this would be right, uh, right for a child, you still cannot argue that denying a child form uh, legal protection if they are already raised by parents, just denying one of those parents legal rights to this child. How could you argue for that? The thing you said before pretty much smoothly goes into protection like any generic protection against discrimination and this is actually something that in Poland is pretty good we have had legal protection from discrimination at different facilities for a long time so you cannot get fired for being gay which is pretty cool I mean not cool it's like that should be obvious and the fact that it's not And this is something you can say more about. I mean, this pretty much this whole topic is fucked up for because if it's if some country gets it right, the first thing you consider is why it took so long.
0: Yeah. Well, as far as discrimination protection in the United States, technically we have quite a bit of it. There's quite a few federal laws, and most states have got laws as well that protect. Uh, employees from being discriminated against, for example, like in the United States, also you're not you can't be fired because you're gay or lesbian or, or transgender or whatever. But we have a lot of institutionalized discrimination in the United States. Racism is the biggest one, but also the United States many places heavily discriminate against LGBT people as well. So even though there's bunches of laws that provide protection, people find ways to circumvent them. So it's like, well, I'm not going to say I fired you from your job because you're gay, but I'm going to do everything I can to make you quit or set you up for failure so I can fire you for something else. And I mean, there have been court cases where it's been proved that the employer did that and they they got in trouble in various ways. Like, you know, they lost a lawsuit or whatever, but it's really difficult to prove that.
1: But still, in many cases, they don't really have even have to prove uh have to pretend because in many states it's perfectly legal for them to say they will not serve LGBT clients.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's pretty widespread, particularly in the American South. I see a lot of that here. Uh, a couple of years ago, during the Obergefell court case, signs start popping up in all sorts of small businesses around here. Like, we won't serve gay people. We won't provide services to uh, gay weddings or whatever that's just sad and there have been attempts to force those businesses to serve anyways but it always ends in some one form of disaster or another people in the u.s particularly the people who honestly need to be told what to do the most hate being told what to do
1: have you maybe heard about what was going on in poland recently all the demonstrations yes you told me about them actually did I... well, basically, for people who don't know, which is, I would guess, most of uh, most of them, uh, in Poland there were three proposed laws that would pretty much change the way our judicial system works due to, like, widespread demonstrations. In Wrocław, I was there on the first day of protest, we expected maybe a thousand people. It's difficult to say when there are so many of people surrounding you, but I would say there were at least three, three to five thousand. I think on the last day there was e- easily free uh, triple or even quadruple that in just one city. Countrywide, it's difficult to pull up numbers, especially since public media tries doesn't really want to report on them. For example, the first day of uh, protest, uh, the like public media that is doesn't even hide that they are pro-government, showed up 15 minutes before the protest started, took some pictures and left. Before anybody really arrived. And then they showed those photos on television, saying, you know, there are only 50 people protesting, so who gives a shit? Well, one of those laws that was proposed pretty much gave complete dictatorship over who gets to be a judge to the head of judicial department, I think. Basically, it would give him power to this and to say, you know, I don't like this guy, I don't like the way he judges, let's just make him quit. And the reason I'm saying that is this guy is a fucker. You said that there are many cases in uh, US where people went to court over discrimination. In Poland there was pretty much only one where some printing office declined to print out uh, pro-LGBT posters and this case has been going on for I think over a year every court sentences them for discrimination and then they are pardoned by the head of the department who says that you know they are just this is free speech and in many cases uh, where there were proposed uh, new laws that would uh... Increase punishment for hate speech, again, he said that, you know, we cannot limit free speech. He basically doesn't see the difference between free speech and hate speech, which is really worrying, especially since what he was pushing for. Fortunately, due to all the protests, two of the three laws were vetoed by the president, which was really surprising considering the first veto the president uh, used think he wasn't even a month into the office, was the law that would provide uh, legal procedures for gender reassignment. Not any medical procedures, just changing one letter on your ID. And he said that he will not allow it, because that would open a loophole that would be used for gay people to marry. Because, yeah, that's exactly what i was planning to do just change my legal gender to female and then start marrying guys and because of that veto and because it was the, because at that time the whole government was changing uh, they did not manage to sustain it so the law failed and still basically the only legal procedure that is used for legal gender reassignment is suing your own parents for providing false information on the birth certificate. Alright. Yeah, that sounds like fun.
0: Well, that's a... Yeah, that's a stupid, dumbass way to
1: go about that. But hey, old people in government, right? Yeah. It's just... Sometimes you just have to wait for certain people to die out. Yep. Uh, Sad politics.
0: Okay, well, we've got one more. Uh, And it is Blood Donations for MSM. So first of all, are you familiar with this abbreviation? Uh, Yes. I can't remember exactly what it stands for, but it's basically uh, men. Isn't it men who have sex with men? Exactly. Isn't that where it originally came from? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so this legal uh, distinction is because at the height of AIDS epidemic, shit ton of people were scared and introduced laws that in many countries... Ban men who have sex with men from donating blood for life, and the reason we use this term is because those laws just say if you are a man, you have sex, you have sex with another man. It doesn't matter if it was just one occurrence. Doesn't matter your uh, legal, your actual sexual orientation. You will not be able to ever donate blood. And I was really shocked because in Poland. In Poland, this was never in consideration. However, we are w- only one of four, can- uh, four countries in what would be considered, well, Western Europe. The only other ones are Italy, Portugal and Spain. And, well, also, sorry, I missed Finland. In all other countries, MSM have uh, are banned for uh, either... Temporarily, and temporarily means anywhere from a year to 10. And in many other countries, most notably... Is it Sweden or Norway? I never remember which is which on the map.
0: What are you... Sweden, it says on this list, is one year, and Norway,
1: also one year. But Norway just changed. Oh, then I... This map is out of date, and I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, so Ireland... From the biggest co- uh, countries, Ireland, uh, France and Gen- uh, Germany, they have bans for life. And I was talking to, uh, about it with my cousin, because uh, she lives in Berlin. I think she, ha- yeah, she has double citizenship. And when we were celebrating the legalization of marriage equality, uh, we stumbled into this topic. All the joy died out. Because those laws are so fucking stupid. They were supposed to protect, but now that we had all the blood is tested against uh, different diseases anyway, it makes no sense. And why orientation? I understand that men who have sex with men are statistically more likely to contract uh, HIV, but this law says that a gay couple that lives together for 30-40 years and they are each other's exclusive partners, cannot do de- and donate blood, even because even if it's not permanent, those bans are, usual, are still way too long, while some teenagers who have one-night stands every week uh, are not considered at higher risk. Yep, I agree. It's stupid and
0: discriminatory. They're, the laws are at least changing in the united states in 2015 it was went from a five-year ban to a one-year one-year ban which is a, a step in the right direction maybe in like another 10 or 20 years it'll be gone maybe but it's still uh is it a federal law or state law it's federal law although certain states have got various other laws uh no state is allowed to have longer some states have less less time some states have no time altogether Those restrictions don't apply in a few states
1: like New York and California. But still, the federal law is from contact, not from partner. Because in some countries it is... uh, For example, I don't remember which one. I know that one of them had a six-month ban from... But it only considered not any contact, but a contact with a new partner. So if you are more than six months with somebody then it doesn't concern you which is still discriminatory but it's not nearly as bad as others no I agree but I
0: mean at least in the United States you're they're mandated to test all blood that they receive against HIV and AIDS and a whole bunch of other like STDs and things like that that can be
1: passed on via blood so yeah I don't understand these laws Uh, yeah which is you know we fucked up when across all of the Europe, Poland is considered progressive. (laughs) Yeah. Right now, I still have a permanent ban from donating blood on me, but that's because of a fuck-up from a doctor. Basically, the day after my 18th birthday, I went to donate blood, and the doctor that examined me... Well, first of all, she was in a really bad mood, bad mood and then she was just a f- fucking moron. The best kind? Uh, basically, she misheard me and gave me a permanent ban from donating blood, uh, even though the thing that she diagnosed me with uh, would at most warranty a year or two, and that was three years ago. Uh, fortunately... I am right now going through the procedure to cancel it.
0: Nice. Yeah, I haven't donated blood in a while, but I used to donate blood like two or three times a year, <laughs> and I used to lie to you, be like on the forms like, there's a, there's a question on the form like, have you had sex with, or I think it says intimate contact with a member of the same set of of your same sex, and I always just said no because that was bullshit. I regularly got tested and knew I was okay, so I was like, I'm not gonna let this this bullshit. And at the time, that there was still mandatory testing laws for HIV and AIDS and stuff. So it's like, if something gets through, they'll test my
1: blood and it'll be fine. Yeah, in Poland, there are still tests. Uh, and actually, the, fo- uh, the questionnaire, I think, is worded very precisely and non discriminatory at all. Basically, there are a list of conditions that would put you at risk. Uh, many of them are about sexual contact. None of them mention orientation or anything like that. Yeah. It's probably like it's been two or three years. I'm
0: sure the form's different now, but yeah, I should donate blood. I should do that. It's been a while. I think I'll do that. Not like today, but in the next couple of weeks. I'll plan
1: a trip down to one of the blood donation stations we have around around here. I've started this whole procedure I think mid June. Just I was with my friend, she was donating blood and then I just decided I will ask about... ask about it because I didn't really know uh, what was the case with me. They told me that yeah, I had a permanent ban on me but everybody was fucking surprised at the reason given because it didn't make sense. So first they told me that I have to go to back to my home city just go to the center where I where I was three years ago, because this is how you're supposed to handle it. Uh, then they told me, yeah, you would handle it if it was a bigger city, but now you have to go to the voivodeship. So I took my bu- uh, took a bus there, talked to the doctor, and she said, yeah, I could do that, except that the person who uh, who I whose signature I need is on vacation. And they just gave me email, told me to contact there, just describe the whole situation. I wrote an email, they told me, okay, because the reason given is that uh, basically that I have tendency to pass out, which is complete and utter bullshit. So they told me to send them a scan of just doctors, note that this is not the case, and I talked to a couple people, turns out that the best person would be my uh, first contact doctor except that he's 200 kilometers away uh, still because we're on the first name basis and many times he just wrote me prescriptions over the phone uh, I sent my mum there he, ga- he gave out a s- small piece of paper that said passing out minus can donate blood and then like stamp and signature Which looked really suspect. I hope it's enough. I've sent the scan last week, waiting for the response. Hope all goes well. It should be through. Just this whole thing should be done by the end of September. Good luck. Thank you. Alrighty. Alrighty,
0: indeed. Uh, Are we ready to, to move on to the last portion? Well, I think you went first last week, so I'll go first this week. Yeah. Fine by me. All right. So my list. Uh, oh, and this week we went with superhero theme. Yes. We just said any superhero. There were no other qualifiers. So my my list is Captain America, Jessica Jones, and Old Man Logan from the comics, uh, the comic series. I don't think that he's ever been in any of the cartoons or definitely not been in any of the movies. I guess the movie Logan was the closest we've gotten to Old Man Logan from the comics, but not Quite. That's
1: the only old man Logan I know. So that's who I b- will be basing my judgment upon. That's fair. So this first part's
0: easy. I'm uh, I'm definitely going to marry Captain America. I've had a crush on Captain America for years. He's just my guy. Not only is he hunky, but he's sweet. And he's good, like pure of heart. And always does everything with the best of intentions. He's just... He's just a sweetheart and i know that he would treat me right for the rest of my days and it would be wonderful so definitely gonna marry captain america then i kind of i really didn't think this through i just like picked the next two superheroes that i was like "Hmm, this would be fun to do with uh because i don't really want to kill jessica jones or old man logan because they're both badasses jessica jones can fly they both she's got super strength Can she
1: (laughs) yeah she can fly I've only seen the first season of Netflix series.
0: Well, she's a comic book character as well. So with that, like, originally she just starts out, she can jump really far, but then she learns how to fly later. Okay. But she's just a total badass, great detective, drinks like a sailor. She's great. Old Man Logan is like, well, Logan from the other x-men comics and movies total badass really snarky grumpy kind of dude which makes him cute in his own way but old man logan is even more badass because he's grayed out whited out and you you guys know i have a thing for older men with gray hair and beards
1: that's why you hang out with me
0: indeed uh yeah because you're an older man with gray hair and a beard yeah <sighs> oh this is so tough because i really want to i'd like to fuck both of them and I don't want to kill either of them, but given the rules and given my own personal fetishes, I'm going to have to fuck Logan and kill Jessica Jones because I didn't pick my list very well, <laughs> but I do love Jessica Jones too. She's really cool. So this is like a reluctant murder.
1: So yeah, that's my list. Okay. This is really interesting because you said you have a problem because you like all three of them. Yeah. I don't really know if like, I like any. Okay. First of all, Captain America. I think that says a lot about us. I'm pretty sure that the reason you like him is the very reason I don't. And that is, he's really fucking American.
0: (laughs) He's, I guess it depends on which interpretation. Because I'm, I get the feeling that I've read a lot more comics than you have. Uh, I
1: haven't read any comics at all.
0: Okay, so yeah, so you're seeing Captain America as he's portrayed through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm seeing Captain America as he is in the comic books. Yes. So that makes, he's he's really American in the movies. Like, Captain America in the movie is like Captain America from the 1940s and 50s comics. He, I mean, throughout the last 60 years, he's really morphed into a different character. But yeah, I mean, that's your experience versus my experience, so. And this isn't a comics podcast, so I'm not about to go into the whole thing. I
1: mean, you can if you want to.
0: No, that's good. I do have other things that I like to try and do on Sundays, and while I enjoy our chats and <laughs> podcasting, I don't want to spend three hours in here. Oh! If you wanna if you wanna record a three hour podcast with me, we have to make it work where that I can be it can be nighttime for me. And then I have no responsibilities and my kid is asleep for more than two hours.
1: Okay, then I will be asleep with him. Because I cannot do that anymore. I'm not twenty any anymore, you know. Yeah. So old. Boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, so as I've already mentioned, I haven't really read any comic books, so all my experiences with those characters are based on movies. And in case of Jessica Jones from the TV series from Netflix, I think I think, I think season two is about to come out like a couple months from now. Yeah, after The Defenders which is in like two weeks, I'm very excited for The Defenders. Okay. Eee. So Netflix series, Jessica Jones. And she's, she's not that bad, especially all things considered. I really like the finale, uh, season finale of the first season, which in my case means I will probably not watch the season two because I like the way it ended. And then Logan. If you say... Just Wolverine, in general, well, you cannot really argue with the fact that he's a badass, but I don't think he's that likable. Old Man Logan, I didn't really like the way he was portrayed in the movie Logan. I mean, just, I didn't like his character, but I didn't really like the movie at all. However, if it comes to Wolverine from the new X-Men trilogy, I think we saw some... Yeah, of course we did. Uh, second movie, Days of Future Past. It was about him getting sent back from the future, and I did like his character there. That's his. That's pretty much the only instance when I did. Okay. So I don't.
0: I don't know if this will change your mind any about anything at all. But Jessica Jones is bisexual. In the comics, she has both a long-term relationship with a man, and then later on, a long-term relationship with a woman. That's cool. I was going to marry her anyway.
1: Okay, well, good. Yeah, because still, from... Well, regardless of what I think about her in general, from those three, I find her the most likable. Okay. And that leaves with... Hmm. I think I will have to kill Logan just on the basis that I'm really scared of fucking him. <laughs> okay. I don't want those clothes anywhere near me. And this leaves with fucking Captain America, because, yeah. I said I don't like his character, but just on for a one-night stand, I think it's nice enough.
0: Yeah. And Chris
1: Evans is <laughs> very attractive, so that helps. Oh, yes. That helps. Every Pretty much everybody from MCU is. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so my list. Uh, Batman, Mystique, and Professor X, but... I put in specifically uh, him as young Charles Xavier. Maybe let's start with him just to clarify. Uh, I mean the way he was portrayed in pretty much specifically X-Men First Class. I believe that was the only movie where we saw a lot of him just like a young character and I really liked that character. Uh, after that this old guy in a wheelchair that is all knowingly and Boring, I don't really like that guy, but young Charles, I think he's pretty cool. And then Mystique, shapeshifting characters are like a huge cop-out, because you can make them be anybody you want them to be. And this reminds me, of course, of that meme that I see on Reddit all the time, uh, I want to see the real Raven. It was the scene from, I think, second movie? yes yeah so again that kind of applies but still just i think raven in general uh i kind of like her and the fact that she's portrayed by jennifer lawrence may have something to do with it (laughs) jennifer lawrence is is a hottie yeah she is she's good she's good looking and then that leaves me with batman (inaudible)
0: batman
1: i'm happy you're happy (laughs) Batman for me is very close to Wolverine, in that he's definitely a badass, but it's hard to say whether he's a good person or bad. And over the course of many years, I think his character kinda washed out. It may be just the, just because there were so many reboots, and that's the very reason I didn't put Spider-Man in, because they couldn't even finish the last trilogy before they sell their rights to somebody else. I think Batman is kind of boring. The From the Justice League trailer, there is a C, uh, one of the Justice League trailers, I don't know who, maybe Flash, asking Bruce what his superpower is and he says just, I'm rich. It was funny the first 10 times uh, Tony Stark said that, after that I just kind of got bored. I think Batman is like more boring version of Iron Man. Because he cannot even fly. We really are soulmates. R- are we? I
0: don't give a shit about Batman. You're making all the points I was gonna make.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So that leaves me with... Kill Batman. Fuck Mystique. Because, well, how can you pass that opportunity? And Marie, young Charles Xavier. Because even though I don't like the older version with him, maybe if we grow old together, he will be different. (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe so. Okay,
0: this list is super easy for me. Uh, Kill Batman for all the reasons you said. Yeah, I've just never been interested in Batman. He's so boring. And I know anyone out there who's
1: listening that loves Batman is probably going to come crucify me or something, but... I like the movies. I like the Nolan trilogy, but... I don't think Batman was the reason for it. I pretty much like everything Nolan. Yeah. The main reason I like Batman is for his villains. Oh, yes.
0: Batman has got some of the best villains to fight against him, but Batman himself is boring. And I mean, maybe that's the point of the character, but regardless, that I'm just going to get rid of him. I'm going to kill Batman.
1: Okay, so just let me interrupt. I know this was supposed to be superheroes, But whenever in the future we do supervillains dips on Joker, that's fine. Continue. Uh, and then I'm the opposite of you.
0: I'm gonna fuck Young Charles Xavier, uh, because Young Charles Xavier is not Patrick Stewart, uh, and I just, I just don't want to be with him for forever. And even though shapeshifters can are usually some kind of can be a story cop out or can be boring if they're used inappropriately. I mean, I'm gonna have the rest of my life to explore all sorts of things. So I'm gonna marry Mystique. Plus, when you get her loyalty, she's with you for forever. Because she sticks with Magneto for... I mean, the, and he's a complete dick to her half the time. But she stays with him forever. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That she stays with him no matter what. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing because that's going to transfer to me. She's going to stay with me no matter what. Okay. That's that's how I'm interpreting it. So yeah, kill Batman. It's your fantasy. That's right, it's my fantasy. Mary Mystique, fuck young Charles Xavier. Easy. Easiest list I've done. Okay. Alright. And I suppose that brings us to the end. Indeed it does. I really want to do I really want to do supervillains. I think we'll do supervillains next time. <laughs> let's just let's just go ahead and call it. We'll do supervillains okay. next time. And then you can think about it and maybe put together a better list. Okay. You can shoot us an email at straightpretzel at gmail.com or send a tweet to at all of this plus more can be found
1: at pretzel.wordpress.com. Our intro music is Disco Medusay by Kevin McLeod, provided free of charge on Creative Commons license. Find out more at incompetech.com. We are powered by Internet Archive Free Hosting. Remember, if your would-go-gay-for list is longer than five people, you ain't straight, but you're in great company. Stay, Stay fabulous! fabulous.